0: Your permission, my master. I've encountered a virgins. A virgins, you say? Hello, and welcome to Virgins, a Star Wars Shatterpoint podcast. welcome back to virgins also now known as the verge for short i'm your host ryan and today we have both co-hosts with me together so it's all three of us for the first time we have scody from last time how are you doing today scody
1: i'm doing great ryan thanks
0: and we also have the returning co-host the og shane how are you doing today shane
2: I am doing fantastic, Ryan. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. We
0: haven't had a whole lot of news since Adepticon for Shutterpoint, but we still have a lot to talk about because, man, we have so much information from that, all the characters spoiled. So that's kind of what we're going to be doing for the next couple of weeks is we're going to go over a couple of characters each week, kind of talk about them and analyze them a little bit. And we'll do that kind of as we get closer to... Star Wars celebration and then hopefully we'll have some more news and more things to talk about. But to start things off, Scotty, um who do you want to talk about today, character wise?
1: Well, definitely have to bring up Ahsoka Tano. Uh as you guys probably know, last week I was at MegaCon. I saw both Rosario Dawson and Ashley Eckstein. So both both iterations of Ahsoka. I was doing my research and definitely want to talk about her on the Shatterpoint battlefield today. Um, I'll just say right off the bat, I think that she's a perfect foil of Anakin's character. So, you know, Wilshick and the team at AMG really knew all of the characters and were very intentional with the way that they gave them abilities. And I think that it's going to be super interesting to see how they play with each other uh come June. Uh so what I mean by like a perfect foil is they kind of reflect each other but in opposite ways. So they both have deflect. Uh, it, it costs zero force points for both of them. Um, and while Anakin has his ability where he can attack twice, Ahsoka has an ability where she deals back uh, half damage with what's the matter too fast for you. And that's her her reactive two, first po- two force point abilities. Uh, she's also got nine stamina and three durability. So just a little bit less than Anakin, a little bit less tanky, but still that three durability is going to keep her on the battlefield probably for the entire game um, she also has force speed uh, which is similar to Anakin's force jump uh, but without the elevation and uh, her second reactive I already touched on was deflect zero force points uh, essentially if there's a failure in the ranged attack dice pool that attacker suffers two damage now her identity ability is another area where I think that it perfectly will work with Anakin's play style It's called Fierce Protector, and so when an enemy wounds another ally, Ahsoka may dash towards that enemy and then heal three times. Or if she's engaged, she can make a five-dice melee attack on that enemy character. So if you remember Anakin's identity ability, this is where the fun begins. He gets a boost for wounding enemy characters, and just like Ahsoka gets a boost for when her allied characters are wounded. Uh, So now we'll go to her stance trees. So she has two stance trees as a primary unit. First of which being Jarkai, Uh, there are 5 steps on this one, and one tree totals 9 damage. It also includes a disarm and a strain, and then the other tree branches off and totals 8 damage, but you get a disarm, a pin, and a shove. She gets 5 defense dice across the board on this side, also 7 melee attack dice. On her expertise table, uh, 1 or 2 expertise gets her 2 more strikes, Uh, between 3 and 4 gets her 2 criticals, and then 5 or more gets her 3 crits. On the defense side, Between 1 and 2 Expertise gets her 1 block and has the ability to change a critical to a strike. 3 and 4 is 2 blocks, uh, change critical to strike, as well as a jump. Then 5 or more, 2 blocks, change critical to strike, jump, and a heal. So her more iconic stance is the Form 5 in Reverse Grip. Uh, that's how she's mostly depicted in the animated series, uh, and hopefully we'll see that in the live action come soon. But also 5 steps on this one, branches after the first step, The top totals only 4 damage, but has 2 shoves, 4 heals, and a jump, so definitely a more tactical rather than damage dealing branch. The bottom branch totals 8 damage, but it also includes 3 shoves, a jump, and a pin. So this side you have a little bit more damage, but a little bit less versatility. Uh, On this side she gets 7 range defense and 6 melee defense, which is pretty tanky and it also comes with a 6 melee attack. Uh, Last thing on this stance is her attack expertise table between one and three she gets to add two strikes Four she gets to add two criticals and then five or more two criticals and a strike. So a little bit more consistent, but also uh, Less risk less reward on this side defense expertise table One expertise gets her a block as well as a crit to strike two to three gets her two blocks a crit to strike and a jump And then four or more gets her two blocks a critical to strike a jump and a heal So, like I said earlier, I think that she'll pair really well with Anakin. Pretty much every time a unit is wounded, if you have Anakin and Ahsoka on the battlefield, you're going to benefit. She has a little bit less stamina, but she also has those heals that Anakin has less access to. Uh, Her heals will also help support a strike team. um, Because if you remember, the healing action affects either the character that is using the heal or any character that's within range 2. So, Shane, uh, what do you think about Ahsoka?
2: man, there's a lot going on here. I love the fact that her two forms, one of them is very much into the putting conditions on people with the disarms and the strains and the pins And the other one is into the shoves and heels or the shoves and jumps. So one of them's like crazy mobility while the other one is debuffing her opponent. Um, I do think it's really cool that both sides have uh, a really high damage option. Um, even though uh, in the form V, she's got the four damage branch and then the eight damage branch. Both both sides of it have a really high damage branch. Um, but the fierce protector, man, that that I think is just where the money is. And uh, that's going to be amazing to watch. You, know, you get around that on the battlefield. What do you think, Ryan?
0: So, one of my favorite things that I like about Ahsoka is when it comes to defense-wise, like, yeah, compared to Anakin, she has two less health, which with three durability, you know, that's a total of six less overall stamina. But what she has is she has reactives for both melee and range. So it's kind of a, you lose whether you want to hit her with a melee attack or a range attack you're probably gonna suffer some damage in return and you're gonna doomed either way so i love that about her that she can kind of play this game of you know i don't care what you're aiming me with i'm gonna hit you back more than like you one way or another i'm also really enjoying that re- reverse grip stance a lot because along with being able to not only reduce or take half damage and deal half back in melee, if you can kind of possibly get even just two successes off when you reverse grip stance, you're healing two back. If Anakin hits you for something like six damage, you half that, give it back to him three, you take three. Then you get to have a chance. Maybe you get to go next, possibly. You get two successes. You get to shove him, deal damage, and you could possibly heal two back. You only took one damage from that whole thing. So she is going to be a tank on the battlefield, and I'm excited for that, along with you know her Fierce Protector be able to possibly heal herself more if you're going for other people. It's sort of a... Well, you really kind of want to target her, but you also can't hit other people around her because she's just going to move culture to you and make it easier to hit you or possibly make a five-dice attack outside of her activation. So she's going to be a, I think, very popular pick when it comes to a primary character role in this game. Now... Is there, for Ahsoka Tano, she seems very kind of, in my opinion, defensive. She has defensive tech, a lot healing and stuff like that. But I know Shane, I believe you wanted to talk about a specific other dual wielding character that comes in the core set.
2: Yeah, I've loved Asash since the first time I saw her on clone wars, you know, Dathomir is a really cool planet. And, uh, the night sisters is such a cool concept and I'm so happy that they're doing something with it. Um, so yeah, I wanted to start off with Asajj. Um, so she's got eight squad points and, uh, three force points. Um, she actually has five abilities on the front of her card. Death and dexterity, uh, which she can actually use that ability twice. Uh, during her activation which is uh, spend one force to do a jump she's got the force push which is two force points and uh choose an enemy within three and push them range three away which is huge that's six inches right and in this game Uh six inches is a big deal um she's got the riposte where she can uh reflect back the melee attacks just like ahsoka um slip away where another allied death marion or separatist alliance character targets an enemy character that's engaged with her um she can use that ability one character in this unit which is just her for this one um may immediately uh uh what's the cross there i think that's uh reposition uh, reposition right yeah. Um, and gain the hunker token. That's kind of huge. Um, and then the Sith assassin, of course, is, uh, when a character in this unit wounds an enemy after it's a, after it's resolved, they heal three. If it was a primary or secondary unit, they can also, uh, move or jump. Um, and if it's a primary unit, they get to refresh two force. And the fact that she can do that and then use that to force to do the dexterity or the force push is just amazing. She's going to have so much mobility, so much control right on the front. Um, we move to the back. She's got two stances uh, per normal. The form two Mikashi is weird for a primary unit. I believe she's the only primary unit with four steps. Is that right, Ryan? I believe so. I don't believe anyone
0: else has a maximum of only four steps for a primary. They either have five or six. So, yeah, she is definitely on the lower end of that form.
2: But it does give you a lot of options. So there's actually three branches inside of this tree. Uh, the first branch is six damage, heal three, a jump and a shove. The second branch is four damage, a heal, shove, reposition, and an ability, which we know with, you know, her abilities that's some more uh, movement that she can get out of there and the third branch is six damage four heals and two shoves that's just like a defensive powerhouse you've gone after her she heals back up moves some stuff around um on this side she gets seven dice on attack uh six defense and five defense versus melee and ranged her defense are the same on uh both sides as far as dice um her other form the jar has six steps so she's moving from four steps to six steps it's got two branches the two branches are split in the beginning but come together in the end uh the first branch is nine damage and ability and a pin so she's not fooling around she's moved from doing all this jank and making decisions to punching somebody in the face and uh the second branch is six damage, strain, disarm, expose ability pin, which is just everything. She's throwing the kitchen sink at you with that second branch. Um, and this form has eight attack dice. Uh, so, Ryan, what do you think about Assage here? So, as we talked about kind of her,
0: I'd almost consider counterpart of Ahsoka being the kind of defensive, tanky character. Asajj definitely seems like the murdering assassin kind of character, with her wanting to be in your face with all the repositioning, being able to try and go even if she gets pushed or shoved off of somewhere, her trying to just jump back onto someone immediately and smack him in the face is and the amount of damage she can do is pretty insane. And then with her Sith Assassin ability, even if you happen to wound her a little bit, she can if she wounds you, she can heal three instantly, no matter if she targets support, secondary, or primary. She can heal three or possibly heal other characters in the army or in the squad. And then if she gets a primary or secondary unit wounded. She gets more repositioning off that. So it's just gonna be bouncing back and forth. She's gonna be murdering, going from one person to another, kind of like a pinball or Beyblade, just going around, going around, and just bringing pain along with her. So I definitely see her being kind of an offensive powerhouse and being very good at being able to pick off specific people. You target a certain character anakin bo or whoever you want say how am i going to take that person out you send asage in there and that's where i think she's going to be and she's just going to be an all-around great person at murdering what do you think scotty
1: i think that asage is definitely going to be popular and looking at you know the list of core box primaries that we have here all of which are 3 Force Points and 8 Squad Points, including Asaj, with the exception of Anakin, who has 4 Force Points and only 7 Squad Points. But it's so much more than that when you start looking at abilities like Sith Assassin, where she can refresh 2 Force Points. And even if you don't have Force Points and you're waiting for that Order Deck to refresh, she has, on both sides of, on of both stances I should say, an ability, a way to access her abilities. and. That's really where I think the game is going to change. Uh, Lord Maul uh, just came out recently, and if you haven't looked at him yet, he burns hot and bright early on. But I think Asajj is really going to be the war of attrition here because she's going to come in and smack the crap out of you, and then be able to jump away like nothing happened. And even if you do get to swing at her, then she has her repost ability, which. Is made even worse when you look at her Jarkai stance. If she gets four more defense expertise, which on melee she's rolling six defense dice, so it's not that uncommon. Uh, she could change a regular strike to a failure, which then allows her to access her rapost. So it's really just she's just just as terrifying as I remember her from my childhood, jumping around trying to fend off Yoda and Obi Wan and everyone else. All of these bigger than life heroes she had no issues smacking them around in the show. And I don't think that she'll have any issues smacking them around on the battlefield. Uh, So while you guys were talking about it, I actually did have a question. If you can only choose one between Asajj and Ahsoka, one twin lightsaber, lightsaber wielding force user, who's it going to be? I'll start with Shane.
2: I mean, they're both super cool characters. I love both of them inside of Clone Wars. I, you know, they just both have a whole ton of flavor. I do like that Asajj has more tags, so she's going to be able to do things and support people as well as doing stuff herself. Um, That's really attractive to me. She appears to have some play patterns that are gonna be a little bit more in the tank and not as obvious at first, where I think Ahsoka, is pretty straightforward i think Asajj can kind of get that real high ceiling in there so i think i'm going to lean more towards Asajj. but i think they're both really cool and why not both
1: that's that's a great option i mean who doesn't want four lightsabers on their team i think general grievous would have something to say about that so ryan Asajj or ahsoka who are you leaning towards
0: oh gosh when Things first started getting leaked and stuff, and we got Assage. I was loving Assage and loving everything I saw, but I'm a bit of a, a um, tank player, um, World of Warcraft or, or even you know League of Legends or even these tabletop games. I like the people that can take a hit. Assage, I feel like, yes, she can take a hit and she can heal it back, but. I'm just loving Ahsoka's what's the matter too fast for you being able to reduce damage in half. If Anakin gets that deadly 10 damage on you, you can just be like, nah, you make it 5 and you know what, you take 5 as well. And I just I'm loving that and I I'm normally uh, kind of a villain kind of guy. I like playing the villains but I'm having I think in what I have is my strike team, kind of laid out already. I have Ahsoka in there. I do not have Asajj.
2: Wow,
1: yeah, I. That's that's really what it comes down to. I know when you asked me the question last week of, uh, like, which stance on Anakin I would lean towards, and I picked the more damage one. You picked the more defensive one, and I think that really just comes down to, like, maybe a whole rock paper scissors of strategy in Shatterpoint that we'll just have to wait until June or maybe a little bit earlier because Tabletop Simulator has that uh, Shatterpoint demo that we were just talking about. But yeah, definitely interesting to see that we each have different opinions on such similar characters, and I guess it would be unfair if I didn't answer my own question. Uh, So between Asajj and Ahsoka, I'm definitely an Ahsoka fanboy because I grew up with the Clone Wars and She's just as awesome in Rebels, and then again with her appearance on The Mandalorian, just a, a great character. But also, Asajj Ventress strikes fear into me, and has since I was since I was watching the show uh, when it was first coming out. So it's a much more difficult decision than I thought it would be. I like what Shane said. Why not both? But if I had to choose one, just because I lean more attacky on my other squad I feel like I'd have to bring Ahsoka on this squad while Asajj is great at getting in there and taking out primaries and benefiting from it I think I need somebody on my team who can help rebalance the battlefield if if it starts leaning not my way and I think Ahsoka t- can do that between what's the matter too fast for you and her ability or her identity ability fierce protector I definitely need To kind of hedge my bets on that side of
0: things and i want to ask you all because you'd mentioned this we did this last time and i'm kind of curious um going back to asaj which form do you guys like more because you got she's a more interesting one where as shane pointed out at the beginning she only has four steps in one which probably might be arguably more consistent versus her six the other one. But then you got, you know, defensive versus offensive. You know, the other one has six steps, but you got more attack dice. So I'm kind of curious which stance in for Sasha specifically you guys like more. Which one do you like most,
1: Hmm. I was hoping you'd go with Shane first on this one because I'm uh, it's a hard decision because consistency is key, especially in a game that's driven by. The random nature of order decks and uh, the struggle changing every round, Uh, but uh, the Jarkai, I I just can't get away from. If you just get three successes, that top branch having six damage right off the bat, and uh, like Shane put it, throwing the kitchen sink on the bottom branch between a strain, a disarm, and a strain at step one too. A strain, disarm, expose, you get to use an active ability, and then also pin that's debilitating to any character, whether they're primary, secondary, or support. So that, combined with the eight attack dice and also the defense expertise allowing you to change a strike, a normally successful hit, to a failure, to be able to use that repost, especially in early game, which is a free, well, zero force points cost reaction. Definitely got to go with Jarkai.
2: Shane, which one do you like more? So, I think you start off the game in Jarkai. Her defense on the Jarkai is a little bit better, right? Especially when she gets the four plus. She takes one of your crits, turns it into a normal hit, and then turns it again into a failure. So, I, I just think like you start there in the Jarkai. After you take some damage, you need to heal back up. She flips over heals a little bit once she's done with, once she has no more damage on her, she flips back to Jarkai and goes to town again. I, I think that's going to be her play pattern. Um I'm an aggro player at heart. So if I had to choose just one for the game, I'm going to choose the one with nine damage on it. And I'm always going to go at the top rung and, <laughs> and that's where I'm going to go. But that, that's a me problem.
0: No, that's fair. And Of course, you know, I have to answer this question as well. And I'm going to agree, it's Jarkai. You look at it, yes, Mikashi is nice, and you definitely want that if you're, you know, you happen to be maybe midway through your deck, you know, maybe taking a couple hits, maybe several damage, or maybe you're close to being wounded. You flip to Mikashi and try and, you know, get some damage off and heal as well. But, I mean the difference is as far as like the expertise defense wise it's just almost around across the board better and jarkai because instead of you know akashi you just get blocks and you and if you get four plus you get two blocks and a climb but jarkai not only gives you the same blocks they also have the ability to be able to change a crit to hit and then four plus change a failure or hit to failure. So, yes, you're not getting that extra little bit, tiny bit of mobility at four plus, which out of six dice probably isn't that likely. But it's just that it's so much better in Jarkai. You get an extra dice and attack in Jarkai. And just like Scotty mentioned, having that strain, all you need is one success. Yeah, you only deal one damage, but then forcing your opponent to be like, okay, you either recover. Before you you activate someone recovers or you recover or you're taking another three damage there's four damage just from one success right there that's pretty scary in and of of itself and debilitating so and also I'm I'm kind of interested to see when we when the game kind of goes along and we start seeing maybe more people play um, when this game releases and stuff but on. I also realized Mikashi versus Jarkai, in the five plus category for expertise, the difference is almost, I'd say better, because in Mikashi you get three crits, Jarkai you only get two, but now you get two hits, so that's four total quote unquote successes, versus the three of Mikashi. yes, two of them become blockable, but... I mean, if you're rolling a lot more dice than your opponent, if your opponent's, you know, exposed or you're going up against, like, a, say, uh Kalani or something that only has, you know, I think three defense dice against um, Melee, if you happen to roll really well, even if you rolled a bunch of expertise, that's still a lot of successes, so it's still pretty consistent. So, yeah, I'm just... If I play Asajj, I'm going probably Jarkai ninety percent of the time. Maybe if I happen to be at a almost wounded, and I happen to get to activator, might switch to Mikashi. But also, real quick, to kind of end things, we I asked about stances on Asajj. It's only fair if I ask about stances on Ahsoka. What do you think, Shane?
2: You know, she's got the similar thing where on the reverse grip, she's got the heels uh, with the shove and the jump and on the Jarkai, she's got the nine damage or the eight damage, both of them with a disarm attached to it. Uh, I think the play pattern is going to be similar where you start with the Jarkai and then flip over when you need the heels um, her defense. It, there's just so many symbols on the defense, I can't even begin to process without putting her on the table a hundred times, like what those symbols are going to do for. Her. They're a step advanced on the reverse grip for her than they are on the Jarkai, so she's going to be a little bit, or by a step advanced, I mean the earlier. So it's. One, then two, three, then four plus instead of one, two, three, four, five plus. Um, so she's going to be a little bit more defensive with some more defense dice on the reverse grip, and that's where her heels are. But I think she's just going to start out in the dark high, go in, smash, 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 and then flip over to the sheen reverse grip and heel back up and go back in. What do you think, Scotty?
1: So, uh, like I said i've been watching ahsoka for forever i always see her carrying her lightsabers backwards at least most times so i think that i would i would stay on the reverse grip side um if i had to choose one i think what shane is saying is exactly right you start out in your Jarkai, you get that extra uh attack die to go in and mess things some up mess some things up and hold some objectives uh but you know Struggle two comes around, definitely flip to the form five sheen reverse grip. However, if I had to choose just one, form five is where it's at because you get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I totally forgot how to count for a second, but you get that shove right off the bat. And if you go the bottom route, that's still eight damage that you could put out on the table. And then you go the top route, and if you max it out, you get four heals, as well as all the other things, which include shoves and jumps and uh, also a pin in there on the bottom route. Uh, So definitely got to go with the reverse grip. And as Shane mentioned, a little bit more defensive where the defense table is shifted down one. So a little bit more consistent there as well.
0: And of course to end it off with me answering my question, I agree it's reverse grip. I think almost again, like 90% of the time it's going to be reverse grip for me. The fact that she gets two extra defense dice against range just makes you double or question like do I really want to attack her with range do I want because you don't want to attack her with melee if if I have force because I just take half deal back to you all well, you want to attack her with range because you know it might be uh, six or seven dice versus six or seven dice it's the two seven defense against range is insane and you get an additional one against melee all your all you're losing as far as dice and melee is one less attack dice, which is, could be a whole success or two, but, I mean, it's, it's comparable. The steps do kind of go up one for defense in verse grip, but kind of go down one, in a sense, in the first two categories for the offense. It takes one to three for verse grip, and then four versus one to two on Jarkai, and then three to four on the second step, so I don't think it's gonna change as far as, like, expertise much. I think defense is just gonna be a lot more consistent in reverse grip form, and I'm curious to see, because coming from MCP, I'm curious how I think one of the best combinations of a tree is going to be is if you can shove and then pin if you can make your opponent leave a point get them away and then them not be able to respond to that movement having to cancel i believe pinning is losing your first movement what exactly that means i think we'll learn with the rules but that could keep your opponent from being able to jump back on the point because they might not have any repositioning ability to be able to get back on that point. And that's going to be, I think, key. So the fact that that reverse grip has that, granted Jarkai does have that as well with a pin and then push, or shove, I should say. The reverse grip has several pushes or several shoves and a pin. And I think that's just going to be huge when it comes to um, the game and kind of controlling all the objectives. And with that, that concludes the two characters for this week. Next week, we'll go over two more characters, kind of analyze them, talk about them. Um, we might have hopefully more information if AMG is nice to us. But otherwise, we'll just be kind of talking about a couple of characters for the next couple podcasts. And then before. You're Star Celebration will have a a special podcast that I have planned for us if no news comes out. But I just want to thank everyone for listening to us. Keep an eye out for the next episode, and I hope you all have a wonderful time.